is episode 65 of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Peace and love, family. I hope you're doing well. I am doing well. The family is doing well. We are okay here in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been getting a lot of, hey, you all right down there, text messages and phone calls. I don't know. You know, I know the no- the news is making it seem like we down here in Atlanta piled on top of each other in barbershops and hair salons with that 19, you know, licking on each other's faces with that 19. But that's not at all what we're doing. We're staying black and minding our business. That pays us here in the A. We are doing just fine. Um... So thank you for everyone who sent us our, their concerns for us here in Atlanta, but we are doing well. Do not let the news hype this up to be something it's not. We are doing just fine. Um, as expected, everything is slowly opening back up. Um, I'm very disappointed that it's like the one time something is not about us being black black people think it's about us being black i'm very sad that so many black people think that they're opening things back up to kill us for once that is not what is going on here it is actually the most crackerified states and the most crackerified crackers that want things open and are looking to resume not black people so my god maybe one day we'll get it right but the one time the one time Black people get blamed for everything. Somehow black people have blamed black people for everything opening back up. How did that happen? I'm like, it's not us. Okay, this is not us. And for once, this is not about us. Okay, this is not, we had nothing to do with this. We're minding our own business. Okay, everyone's saying, oh, y'all Negroes in Atlanta. Y'all so ready to get y'all hair done. Y'all want to open it. No, that's not it at all. Okay, we are they are not opening things back up because of us. So what's the excuse that all the tennis courts are opening back up and the tanning tanning salons and all these Caucasian restaurants? Okay, it's them. It's not us. So stop blaming black people for everything, even when it's not black people's fault. My gosh. Anywho. So this week I wanted to just have a um a segment on this. Because this right here is the real key as to why women are single. Um, We need to talk about this because it's a lot of single ladies out here. And it's not that they're not eligible or that they're not attractive or they're not worthy. Um, It's just uh, the methods and kind of going about things the wrong way. So, um... I I put up a post with a tweet from um a chick. I don't I do not know this chick. Um I simply saw the post and I wanted to share my thoughts on it. So I don't know who she is. Um but it said until a man is consistent with you, date them all. And 
in the comments was all type of stuff like I know that's right from men and women not just women saying yep you know damn right that's how it should be done it was men and women doing it saying that that is absolutely correct and that's the way you should go about things and um so I want to just go ahead and examine this uh the first thing I want to say sisters is that we cannot flock to whoever feeds our insecurities and laziness. Something that I see commonly is that as women, we want to hate and distance ourselves from the ones that really make us look inside of ourselves, from the ones that really hold us accountable. We want to hate those people. We want to try to make what they say invalid we want to discredit them in some way shape or form um however and so because we want to be comfortable we end up uh following the lead of people who just make it easier for us to not have to actually do any work Uh, We want to seek out the one that will condone whatever toxicity or whatever uh, actions that we are taking to feed whatever issues or traumas have taken place in our life. We want to chase the person that allows that. We want to chase the person who says, yes, you're doing just fine the way you are that you you want to chase the person that tells you that it's them and not you you want to chase the person that never tells you it's you okay that's way too like right and way too much accountability so instead you seek out those who will create a space of comfort for you and your bs this is extremely dangerous and it gets you nowhere and it does nothing but continue generational curses and toxicity and dysfunction in our families with that being said so many of the sisters in the comments on this post were regurgitating information from these quote unquote hoe coaches and relationship coaches all right um now you will have coaches that will teach you how to get money out of a man you will have coaches that will teach you um how to be the hottest piece of vagina on the block and how to get men to pursue you to want to sleep with you even paying you to sleep with you and then you will have coaches that will coach you on how to become a wife when you want to be a wife it is a whole different story than being coached on how to get money out of a dude or how to get him to be sniffing all up between your legs. Um, So be leery of that, okay? There's coaches who will definitely coach you on how to date, definitely coach you on how to end up in situationships as baby mamas and things of that nature, Um, you know, but you have a whole different ballgame when we're talking becoming wife-wife. Now, let's go ahead and examine this. Until a man is consistent with you, you should date all of them. Date multiple men. 
But the first question that comes to my mind here is, how is a man supposed to be consistent with you when your time, schedule, and energy is being spread amongst several other people? All right. If you follow me on Instagram, we had a little mini Instagram live session about this topic because everyone has different opinions, which is fine. And this is my opinion. So my opinion on it was that sounds like a setup to me. And that sounds like um, that sounds up sounds like a way to end up in a constant cycle of serial dating because What that is proposing is pretty much impossible. In order for a man to be consistent with you, your schedule, your time, your energy, your spirit has to be open. So I use the example. So let's say you got a good brother. Okay, good brother. He's in his 30s. Okay, he ain't got no kids. He got his kingdom set up. He's fine. Okay, he got real business to handle. So he knows that he can't just be out here being a bachelor. He's ready to take it to the next level in his business. So he knows that to rub elbows with the real big business guys and make those big deals, it's going to require him to have a wife. He knows that his legacy is not secure without being a wife. He values everything that he has worked so hard to set up than to squander it on child support with a random groupie or jump off. He wants to be married, okay? Once the man does the work that he needs to be somebody's husband and he gets all that set up, at that point, he is a wolf on the prowl, okay? He is sniffing around, ready to find that woman to settle down with. So when he meets you, he's going to move and he's going to move quickly, consistently, and, uh, and confidently. Now, so let's say you follow this advice to date multiple men. Another disclaimer, I too used to think that that was the way to go. I still think that it's maybe okay for women under 25 years old because you're you're still a little girl, you're cute, you're young, you have a few years to waste. You probably don't know who you are yet anyway. You probably don't even know what you want anyway yet. So young girls may need to date around just to kind of figure out what they like what they don't like what works for them what doesn't work so for sisters under 25 this conversation is not necessarily for you um you have the option to you know waste of a little bit of time now, you could still, of course, listen and be put up on this game just so you have it, you know, put it in your archives. But I would not say this necessarily applies to you the most. Now, once you turn 25, you've been around the block a little bit, you've dated here and there, you've experienced different things. You've had time to see what you like, what you don't like, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Um, By 25, you need to start getting serious because this is when your stock is the highest. Between 25 and 35, you're doing the best. These are your golden years. These are your most prime years to have children. You are fertile. 
your uterus is roaring and ready to go to bring on these babies to carry out these legacies. So you don't, after 25, you don't want to waste no more time lollygagging. Now is the time to get serious about becoming somebody's wife because during this age frame, your stock going to be the highest and you'll be able to get the most quality man. You don't want to wait until you're after 35 and wait until your 40s to want to get serious and stop serial dating and sleeping around because you're not cute anymore. Okay, this is when the young guys start referring to you as ma'am. And if a young guy does give you the time of day, he's going to talk about how he's messing with this old chick. Okay, nobody want to see you looking cute. You don't look cute in a wedding dress in your 40s. You look like an old chick getting married. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I know this hurts. But and women who wasted their 20s and 30s dating multiple men, dating around and looking for a prince charming that doesn't exist are feeling that right now. Now she's stuck in her 40s, still trying to fulfill the dream of marriage and riding off into the sunset in a horse and carriage. And it's not the same. So do not waste your most glorious years, quote unquote, serial dating. Not smart, very ghetto, would not recommend. Um, okay, so you're between 25 and 35. Now, you meet this guy, we're going to call him Darrell. Darrell got it going on, like I said. He ready to get married. He got a legacy, he ready to carry on. I'm talking about as soon. He going to know his wife when he see her. As soon as he see her, he ready to go. So now... You at the gas station pumping your gas, all of a sudden, this G-Wagon pull up behind you and out hops Darrell. Darrell got the bag. Darrell is fine, fertile, and ready to go. Now, he see you pumping your gas, and Darrell is looking at you, and he's like, oh, my gosh, she is beautiful. He can't take his eyes off of you. Now, Darrell come approaches you. You know, ask you how you're doing. Y'all have a little conversation. Darrell lets you know, listen, I don't want this to be the last time we talk. Can I get your phone number? You say, all right. Now, Darrell call you that night and Darrell is like, listen, I want to see you. Because again, when a man see his wife, when he look at a woman and he be like, that's the type of woman I want to wake up to every day. He going to move fast, sis. He is not going to take four days to call you. He not going to drag his feet. He going to call your ass that same day. And he ready to see you ASAP. All right. So now Darrell want to take you out to dinner tomorrow night. But guess what? You already got plans with Brandon. So now you either going to have to make up a lie to Brandon and cancel with him to go with Darrell or you're not going to be able to go with Darrell because you got you got plans with Brandon okay you can't go out with Darrell the next night because the next night you got a FaceTime date set up with Joseph so now the first open night that you got to see Darrell is like four or five nights from now. Okay. 
so now Darrell is like all right you know cool I understand he you know he says all right you know whatever time he can get he get at first he's just like okay you know he don't, he don't know you you might be a busy woman so in his mind he's like okay she's not available till Friday that's kind of weird but all right again Darrell ready so he he's open all right so now you finally uh it's finally friday and you ready for your date with Darrell, the the man that want marriage want commitment now you in a bad mood because joseph uh joseph says something and he really tries you and now he pissed you off so now your energy fucked up before your date with Darrell because of something that joseph said Okay, so now you get to dinner with Darrell and your energy is just off because remember, men have intuitions as well. So now Darrell observing you and he's like, hmm, like what's wrong with her? He kind of senses your tension. Now you irritated because of something another man don't did. Okay, now you sitting here at the table with Darrell. Now here come Eric texting you, hey, beautiful W-Y-D, when can I see you? Okay, now now your other nigga texting you talking about, hey, beautiful, when can I see you tomorrow? Now, here go Joseph texting you talking about, hey, um, this new movie came out. You want to go see it? Now, Darrell looking at you like, damn, baby girl, you got a lot going on. You know, damn, baby girl, you, you kind of, I see you kind of busy. You kind of got... So now men compartmentalize women. Compartmentalize. Say that three times fast. Men compartmentalize women. So now that he see all these guys ringing your phone, uh, he kind of is putting you in the jump off pile. He's kinda, he's kind of like this might not be the kind of woman you marry. Cause again, if I told you once, I told you twice. A man's worst fear is marrying a woman that's going to embarrass him or be out here slanging it around town okay a man marries a woman that he knows has self-control has discipline he want to marry a smart woman he don't want to marry a woman that gonna be high high kicking at whatever lame ass game whatever lame ass nigga can finesse her out of he don't want a woman that's easy to trick easy to take advantage of that's not what is in a man's mind when he picture his wife okay so now Darrell don't told you that he's from Cleveland that he's allergic to seafood and that his favorite color is blue but you dating multiple men so now Two weeks later, you tell Darrell, Darrell say, hey, you know, you want to go grab a bite? And you say, yes, this new seafood spot I want to go to. And Darrell's like, well, remember I told you I'm allergic to seafood? And you like, oh, and in your mind, you like, I thought that was Eric that was allergic to seafood. Okay, so now here come Darrell's birthday. And, and you go get him a red shirt. And you say, hey, I, you know, I got you this gift. It's red, your favorite color. Darrell like... I told you my favorite color blue. Now Darrell like, damn, I think she getting me mixed up with other dudes. Now Darrell slowly losing that respect for you. You can't even keep up with all these dudes. All right. Now, before you know it, Darrell is like, you know what, man, (laughs) 
He can't even be consistent with you because your energy, time, and spirit is spread amongst multiple people. Now you know what happens. Before you know it, the rail starts calling less and less. Now the rail don't ran across a queen that kept all them squares up out her circle. She don't have no niggas banging her line and on her phone. She don't just give her number out to just anybody. This girl got discernment. She's smart. She's keeping herself free and clear. There's nobody in his way. So now when Darrell meet her, it's a wrap for you, baby girl, because Darrell is not going to be sitting here going back and forth with you and your busy schedule and rotation of niggas. Boy, the minute he meet a queen that ain't doing that, she's smart and keeping them squares out her circle. He going to he going to move quick with her. He'll be married to her in a year. And now you still over here with five niggas in which none of them are being consistent with you or any of that now here go the next lie the next lie is i don't want no man i just want a man for some d you know what i'm saying i don't want to be married i just how you don't want to be married how you don't care whether you have a man or not but you got five niggas all right tell that lie to somebody else clearly you desire male companionship all right that got to be the most who hurt you defense mechanism of the century having all them niggas talking about but you don't want to be married and you don't care about being nobody woman the devil's a lie and a lie don't care who tell it you clearly clear you got five niggas you clearly desire male relationship and companionship the reality is you would not wife you. You deep down inside know that you're toxic. Deep down inside you know you got them whole, whole, whole tendencies. Deep down inside you know that you're scared of commitment. And that the only thing you're committed to is your dysfunction. So you put up this defense mechanism and say that you don't want it when the reality is you just think you're not worthy of it. In your mind, you thinking what nigga would be crazy enough to want to be with me the rest of his life? I ain't shit. That's what you really thinking. So you just end up with all these dudes, I guess, as an accessory, I guess, just to have them like a stamp collection don't your stamp collection doesn't ever actually go anywhere do anything or serve any purpose it's just stamps in a book that you collect and you collecting niggas that you have around for no reason at all a lie don't care who tell it sisters then the next point is women are saying well, women should date around and date multiple men because women tend to only focus on one guy and get too involved and too invested and too committed too soon. So their solution in their basic mind is, well, then if that's the case, I should date multiple men. Nobody ever thinks of the idea to occupy your time outside of a man with something productive. 
you know you basic when in your mind you can't talk to one dude because you'll get too committed and too attached and you're going to just end up sitting at home waiting by the phone for when this negro feels like calling for you and then nine times out of ten you got a toxic mentality anyway so the one guy that you are settling down to and talking with is the guy that got 20 other women all in competition for him and he don't like you and he's not that into you but again you self-sabotage and so you purposely will make the one man in your life the one man who's emotionally unavailable to you of course you won't make the one guy a guy that you have vetted and who is worthy you know and wants the commitment you choose to deal with one guy who never even told you he want to be married never even told you he ready for a relationship you just in competition with other women you want the man that other women are after not the man that wants you okay so you need to have a life outside of a man if your logic goes that you need to date multiple men because by dating one man you'll get too involved and too committed and 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 get too attached you're this is what we call desperate you desperate you desperate 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 you just hard up for a man and these men know that you hard up for them that's why they continue to string you along okay baby girl please get a job please get a hobby please go see your family build relationships with your family okay please hang out with your girlfriends if you have kids please be involved with your kids okay take a dance class pick up a side hustle make jewelry paint Read a book. Join a book club. Do something. Please have a life and real constructive things to do outside of being in a man's face. That's sad that in your mind you can't deal with one guy because you have no life outside of a dude. So you're afraid that if you're not talking to multiple dudes, you're going to get attached and blow up his line. Have you no life? Have you nothing to offer yourself outside of a dude? That's pretty scary. Okay. Uh, third of all, 14th of all, <laughs> I don't even know where I am on the list. It's so many issues with this to where I don't know. Number 14, issue number 14. Stop, quote unquote, committing to a man so fast. There's a reason we talked about this before. The man is the leader for a reason because you can't make him do nothing. So wait until he says, you know, hey, I want us to be exclusive. You know, I want it to just be me and you. I want to enter into a courtship with you. Wait until he says that. But please do not be quote unquote dating or talking to a man. You've been talking to him for a month. And you don't already planned out your kids' names, your wedding colors. You don't already, you on the other line with your girlfriends. And every time he call, you getting off the phone with your girlfriend like, oh, girl, I got to go. This Darrell. No. If you on the line with your girlfriend, you click over, you tell Darrell, listen, um, hey, um, how you doing today? You doing all right? Cool. Hey, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the other line. Can I give you a call back in an hour? 
stop meeting a dude and then immediately you just make your whole life revolve around him. If you was on the phone with your girlfriend, you tell him to wait. You say, I'll call you back. Okay, you don't don't sit at home waiting on him to call. Still go about your life. Still go about your business. I don't see women call out of work for a nigga. Don't do that. If you got something to do, continue to handle your business. But see, you go from one extreme to another. It's either you're talking to one dude and you can't eat, think, or sleep straight without him. Or you're talking to multiple guys. You got to have a healthy balance in which you have your own life, your own identity, and you're not desperate. That way, you're able to attract somebody who is also not desperate. That way, y'all get together because you got the same vision, because you're equally yoked, and because y'all want to be a couple. Nobody is acting out of desperation, sisters. Keep them squares up out your circle. Y'all are grown as hell. Y'all 32 years old, still playing these games. You are not like these 22-year-old girls. She 22. She could play around for three, four years and be all right. You are 32, baby girl. You, the time is now. Get them squares up out your circle now sister not tomorrow not the next day now don't let no man be in your husband way do i need to say it again do not let no man be in your husband's way suggesting to women to date multiple people until one of them is consistent is an oxymoron it is a setup it is impossible for a man to be consistent with you when your energy is spread out What's that song by J-Rock that go, win, 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 fuck everything else, win, 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 these niggas ain't shit, win, 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 stop chasing that bitch, win, 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 I love that song, hell yeah, fuck that sis, leave them niggas alone, you got five Niggas in your phone that don't want nothing. They don't want nothing. Because if they did, they would. Get them squares out your circle. Get them squares out your face. That way, when you, when the worthy man do see you, when your husband do see you, he can see you clear. It ain't cloudy. You ain't clouded by other niggas in his way. I don't know who lied to y'all saying that men like competition when it comes to finding their wife. But no, they don't. And there's balance in that too. Is that to say... That men want a booger wolf that nobody else won't know. Come on now. We know men are visual. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, you know, that Negroes is out here chasing Freddy versus Jason creatures from the swamp. Of course, he want a woman that's nice looking. Of course, he want a woman, you know, that other men won't. Of course, he don't want teen wolf. But somebody lied to y'all when he said no or for... No matter how good you look, somebody lied to you if someone said that a man wants to compete for his wife. No, what make him see the wife in you is when he sees you got that self-control and discipline. Yeah, she a nice looking girl. Yeah, she got her stuff together. I'm sure she could be out here in a bunch of Negroes' faces, but she's not. 
that that's where he grow to respect for you you see men married a woman he could respect now i ain't gonna keep forcing this game on y'all i'm just you know i'm just giving my little piece if you believe it cool if you don't cool but stop letting these insta thoughts non-married women or married women that's trying to tell you what you want to hear to make money off of you coach you in these and set you up for failure like this sisters okay keep your if you don't do nothing else remember the two things that cousin six told you which is to keep your head on a swivel and keep them squares up out your circle Peace and greetings. Kateria, how are you doing today? Hey, goddess. I'm doing exceptionally well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming with us here on African and American. We truly appreciate it. For those that don't know, this is Kateria No. She is the organizer for the Return of the Gods events and an astrologer located in Los Angeles, California. A beautiful sister, and she is here on the show today to give us some more information about this family reunion, Return the Gods. So first, Kateria, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Thank you so much. First things I want to say is um, I really appreciate you allowing me this time and, you know, to share about Return of the Gods and everything. And girl, I'm loving your posts, your beauty, my goodness. Thank loving, you, sister. <laughs> loving you. I'm loving what you represent even with your podcast. So, but yeah, nevertheless, I am Kateri Knows, and I am the creator of the Real Family Reunion, Return of the Gods. I'm an astrologer. Now, when it comes to what I do um, with astrology, I'll, st- I'll start there is my reason why I got into astrology is because my life was very chaotic growing up. And I, you know, I heard about a science that could tell you all about your personality and all of that. But when I really started to dive deeper into it, I I got deeper into it because my life was so, you know, um, unpredictable, lots of unpredictable (laughs) things were happening. And I knew that this science could help guide me. And so um, when I really got into it, I saw it helping my life, my reality, my understanding, my calm and my peace with everybody as individuals. I knew that this was something that I really had to get get deeper into to be able to share with others. So um, my purpose with astrology is to help guide people to their higher self, their higher purpose in this life and um, to translate the messages from source, the messages from spirit, because when we align with spirit when we align with the stars we can live a life of a heavenly existence so that's what I really represent and um when it comes to the real family reunion return of the gods it was a vision that was uh given to me by four ancient deities who told me this is the role that I have to play in Mm -hmm. you know unifying our people and everybody has a role everyone has a purpose you know for unification and for liberation freedom and everything in the times that we are in and i was given you know the real family reunion return of the gods as my job as my duty to bring people together it hasn't been the easiest role but you know i got that Aries right. north node what is easy in life right right <laughs> good comes easy right you know and with so that, now when is mm-hmm. this event going on so um the event this year it happens every two years and we're keeping it like that 
Um, but I, what I was going to say is with my Aries North node is that I'm just staying charged up on my soldier. You feel me? Just, you know, on that warrior goddess tip. But mm-hmm. this year, the Real Family Reunion Return of the Gods is happening Saturday, August the 8th. Um, in Atlanta, Georgia, and it is a three-day event, and I, I know I'm always just saying the one day, and it's because that Saturday is the main festival, but we will have festivities happening that Friday before the event. We're going to have a meet and greet, open mic, you know, with people at um, Sadiq's Bistro in, out there in Atlanta, and then Sunday, we're going to have God's Day of Workshops, where the messages that were given on the main day event Saturday will be more heard and more felt in longer workshops and things of that nature, hour-long workshops and things at Tassili's Raw Reality out there in Atlanta. So, um, but yes. Okay. All but basically, we lit the whole weekend. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now, how do people... So now, they've heard about Return of the Gods. Um, you know, they want to be a part of it. So how do they get involved? How do they get involved in vending? Where do they buy tickets for their family? How do they really make the best of this opportunity? So the Real Family Reunion Return of the Gods, people are able to check out this event by um, looking at our website, rotg2020.com. You know, the information is there. Also, if they have any further questions, they are welcome to email me at um or email the team return of the gods ent and that ent is short for entertainment return of the gods ent at gmail.com you know to ask any further questions and to get you know the vending application to learn more about the vending opportunities which are limited because we you know we want to cut out you know uh potential competition and um you know make sure our people are really, really getting their, their services across and all of that. And, you know, we want okay. the highest quality services um, vended at this event. Okay. So basically you're saying you're not going to let 10 people come sell, you know, the same thing that you want to no. have diversity. So mm-hmm. it sounds like this would be a great opportunity for businesses who have unique um, products for sale Um, to vend at this event because it looks like we're looking for some diversity in the vendors here so um, well that's exciting because I mean it's always beautiful for us to not only get together but get together and make a few coins as well (laughs) you know spend money with one another so I mean Mm -hmm. to me that's like the best of both worlds Mm-hmm. You know, why not capitalize on this event, brothers and sisters, um, get your vending applications in. We are coming up in May. These next three months are going to fly by. It's going to be the event tomorrow. So, guys, don't yeah. waste time. Like, make sure you're getting these vending applications in because it will be people. It'll be your people there that are coming there looking to connect yeah. with their looking to connect with people that look like them so if you have a business this is your time to go on ahead and start hitting the streets and really connecting with your buyers face to face I'm super excited about um the fellowship um so for the listeners we did I attended Return of the Gods uh, back in 2018 uh, in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a lot of us on the East Coast, it's a lot getting over there. So I think yeah. it was a great idea to bring the event to the Black Mecca of the United States, uh, which is Atlanta. So 
I'm excited. Honestly, <laughs> I'm just, I know that we will learn a lot. I know that we are going to really tap in spiritually, but family, I want you to also understand you don't have to be quote unquote woke conscious, whatever <laughs> terms you all have. It's also fun. I think sometimes yeah. people get intimidated attending events like this and they feel like they have to be on a certain level no. of not or read X amount of books. So family right. is not that kind of party at all. It literally is what it says. It's a family reunion. It's all right. good vibes. Nobody is judging. No one is looking at you crazy. It's strictly mm-hmm. about having a good time. If we don't have a good time, we're not going to be on those good vibrations. So don't mm-hmm. be shy. In 2020, we're doing everything online. Now they're pushing social distancing. Um, mm-hmm. No, we don't need to be socially distant right now. We need to be close and we yeah. need to be connected. So this is a great opportunity to not just be in each other's DMs. Okay, I'm talking <laughs> to y'all. Not just being in DMs, actually talking to your people, look at them in the eyes in real yes. life. I'm super excited about the fellowship opportunity. Oh, Shay, I am too. Thank you so much for, for that because, you know, especially even speaking about the vending um, part of it because when um, I was given this vision back in 2011 to do this event, I was told that we need to come together as a people to start commercing with one another. If we commerce with one another, yeah, we share our services to people outside of um, our community, but we still spend our money with each other. We could become millionaires, billionaires in a short span of time. And it is that time for us. You know what I'm saying? Like we got it. We know that we are the answer to our prayers. It's not going to be nobody that comes to save us. We got to help each other. We got to truly unify. And I love, you know, what you're talking about with the whole, um, us, the, uh, just unification and being able to connect with people outside of social media. Like we we cannot depend on their platforms to keep us unified. I need to know your name. I need to know your face. I need to know your energy. I need to know your business, what you offer, because they could just shut down the entire internet or, or right. Facebook, Instagram, all of these platforms, you, you won't, you'll be lost and won't know nobody. And that's that divide and conquer right. separation. So we got to see each other. We got to exchange each other's emails and phone numbers and start building communities mm-hmm. because the next two years with the North Node going into the sign of Gemini is going to be about us literally working together to create communities, community schools, you know, community gardens and really commercing with each other in person. So mm. I'm, I'm excited about the fellowship, you know, and I'm really excited too about the lineup, sis. Oh my gosh. Like I'm really excited right. to, cause you know, talk to us about that. Ashay, you, you already know you was there in 2018. We got a chance to honor the great queen of Fua for the work that she's been doing in our communities, healing our people and getting our women right. I stand Queen Afua. They know, <laughs> the listeners know that here on the show that I, they hear me talk about her all the time. I stand, I stand yes. a healing queen. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh <laughs> no, you fine. You fine. I get I so excited. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Our queen mother is amazing. And so this year she's not necessarily being um, awarded, but her best, one of her best friends, Dr. Jewel Pukram will be awarded. But luckily we get a chance to hear her speak and give a full speech for 30 minutes about the times that we are in, about our healing, about our rising and what it means to be a part of return of the gods and, and what that whole notion means return of the gods means a, 
means the return of goodness that is being activated within all of us, us all rising to our higher selves, our God power in us celebrating the great awakening that's taking place on planet earth that won't happen for another 25,000 years. So to have her come, have her share this word, you know, um, get more in depth on our healing. This is what we need. And then we also have, um, Michael Collier, the comedian, the great comedian, awesome host, actor. Michael Collier will be hosting this year's um, event like he did in 2018. He just did such a fantastic job. We had to pull him in again. And mm -hmm. um, he's he's hilarious. He knows what he's doing. Like, the man is just, oh, my gosh, he's amazing. So we will also have uh, performances by the great Soleil with her new album. Y'all got to hear the new stuff that she has out there. Um, the herb alchemist, the, the contortionist, the herb alchemist doing yes. her thing on stage. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know I'm not going to name out everybody, but Holistically Hilarious will be there doing some hosting, making us laugh, getting us activated with that, that God power laughter. Allende Love doing a poem. You know, we'll have Koshana and, and Grasshop, a beautiful divine couple, speaking about the metaphysical power, power behind Black love. We will have you, Six Goddess, speaking on the power of black hey. woman and femininity and sensuality and just Holla rising you, into girl. The vibrations of love and beauty. You know you the Amazonian queen of our time. Like, <laughs> you know, hey. and then oh, I'm really, really excited. We'll also have Gray from Plant Based Dripping doing his thing on the stage, lighting it up. Um, hey, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Girl, <laughs> yes. He will be doing his thing. I will be speaking too about the times that we are in um, astrologically and what's coming in the future. I don't know if you've seen, but I've been predicting everything from the coronavirus to the distancing to, to yes. you know, the stuff happening, uh, the political things that are happening, the the UFOs, the volcanoes, the, the earthquakes. I've been predicting a lot of things. So I'm going to be sharing some major predictions that are going to be coming up in the years for the next 20 years at this year's event. And also we got the undisputed greatest freestyle rapper of all time, King Los coming hey. to light up the stage he's going to be doing some freestyling and he's also going to share some of his new music he got a new come album coming out this year so he's going to um you know perform some of his new songs and do some freestyling perform some of his old conscious songs that we've been waiting to hear again so i'm just i'm just excited we got so much more fam like definitely check out the website rotg2020.com and i mean shoot us an email to know more like everybody needs to come in everybody needs to come together it's that time we are the answers to our ancestors prayers they wanted us to come together now this is that opportunity you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. Well, we are very excited. Um, everyone remember to purchase your tickets, rotg2020.com. That is like Return of the Gods, rotg2020. Um, yes. Thank you so much, Kateria, for putting this event on. Thank you for coming on to the show and talking to us about this event. Yes. We are excited and, you know, we will see you all there. I can't wait. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to share, too. So a couple of things. Return of the Gods is that, that event that everybody has in the back of their mind. 
everybody has this this energy and, and this this uh, vision in the back of their mind where people are all kind of unifying, coming together, and they're just happy. They're elevated. You know, they're dressed in the same color, and they're feeling like they're floating. It's like a tropical paradise. You know what I'm saying? And what's the colors this year? So, yeah, that's what I was going to get into. The colors this year are white and silver, diamonds okay. and ice. We are coming together dressed as ancient kings and queens, royal gods and goddesses. Come with your crowns. You know what I'm saying? Come rocking your capes. Come rocking your white satin with the with the diamonds. You know what I'm saying? Come hey. and check out, yo. Like, for real. This is that event. This is that event. And um, we also have activities and festivities for the youth. Um, for our little ones, we'll have some interactive games for them to play. And even for our teenagers, we're going to have a teen summit and we're going to ask them what it means to be a return god or goddess. We're going to ask them about the times, how they feel about the times that they are in right now. And we're going to ask them because they're our future. So we're going to ask them, what do they feel we need most in order to rise up to our highest selves as a community? We're going to be asking them some questions and we're going to take a seat and we're going to listen to them speak, you know. So I know that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. Um, I think that's a great idea. Thank you. I think that we, you know, we grew up in that era of be quiet, mm-hmm. shut up, children seen, not heard, but we forget that our children carry messages as well. Yeah. Sometimes they have a very pure, unadulterated view yeah. of things. And instead of shutting them up, you may want to listen mm. to them. Um, you know, we have to humble ourselves to know, you know, we need to listen to the youth. We can learn from the youth. So I'm glad that, you know, we're going to be giving them a voice and a platform to do that. Yeah. And that's a great idea. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Thank you. It's going to be really powerful. And I really love the venue. I don't know if you got a chance to check out the venue. We're having it at Stone Stone Ridge Event Center. And the mm-hmm. the venue is immaculate. There's like, I think, Either I, I forget what it is. I think it's thirteen or twenty three chandeliers. You know, it's oh wow. yeah, it's a oh my gosh, this it is so beautiful. Like this is going to be our royal ball, and we're also going to have press. You know, we're going to have people there. Um, excuse me, doing interviews, asking people who made their outfit, where they get it from, and what what the event feels like, and you know mm-hmm. what time it is. Like this is the time. Like while they got this whole coronavirus we know that that's really our crown because corona is the halo of the sun we know that it's about Mm. our crown activation and that you know them naming it coronavirus is to um further create distance between us from being in love with the sun but now they come in out saying oh the sun is going to cure us of the coronavirus well guess what corona literally is the halo of the sun that's where y'all got that name that's where that name derived and so Mm. while y'all got the coronavirus yeah everybody got the coronavirus because our crown is becoming activated and when you are ascending, there are different symptoms that your body will experience as you are shifting and as you are ascending. And, you know, I do want to send my condolences to the people who are out there, you know, dealing with their family members who have passed away from the coronavirus and things of that nature. And, um, you know, but every time we experience a transcending or transformation with our family, it just reminds us to be of love and to tap into the vibrational frequency of love. And that's what it's all about because we never die. We're just, you know, transcended into different formation, you know, but we are in the time and the ages of the rapture where we're being asked that question. Are you really ready to, 
uh, transcend planet Earth to higher dimensions? Are you a part of that that team that is going to replicate the the purest vibrations of planet Earth? You know, we're not about mm. just our ego and what we look like and oh, look at my onk earrings. No, nah, it's about you know, I love you. I know that you're a divine reflection of me. Mm-hmm. I know that the things that are happening within me are a reflection. Um, of what I see on the outside of me, you know what I'm saying? And in order to see more purity, to see more bliss, to see more love, I have to rise up into that vibration of that, you know? So mm. I'm, I'm just, I'm lit up since you can see I'm lit up. I'm like, this is the time. I love it. <laughs> I stand a queen passionate about her art, you know, I, I stand. So, you know, that just fuels and inspires me. Um, You know, for me, when you see someone that, you know, really has that fire inside of themselves, a genuine fire inside of themselves, you know, it's a beautiful thing to me. I'm, I'm grateful that I have such a, like a crew of solid queens in my life. Mm -hmm. Like when I look around with you and your sister Herb and some of my other sisters, I'm just like, Wow, I have real queens in my circle. (laughs) Keep them squares up out your circle. I got real queens, Kateria. So, you know, just what you doing, you just, you a queen. There's no way around it. We know you passionate about your shift, (laughs) and we stand. Thank you, sis. (laughs) We stand. Um, I'm excited for the East Coast to get some of you because the West Coast be stingy with you, <laughs> you know, and, and you be way over there. But can we get can we get some of that knowledge too? Can we get some of that good <laughs> vibration, some of that energy? Like y'all over there on the West Coast being stingy. So, you know, we gonna borrow you for a second for return to guys, you know, get our little, get a little bit too. Okay. Okay, so. okay. <laughs> Thank you, so we sir. are excited. Return of the guys, 2020.com, R-O-T-G 2020.com. I'm also looking forward to meeting you all, seeing you all. I love connecting with our like-minded yes. tribes. We are lit. Let me start shopping for my outfit. <laughs> Girl, I'm getting okay, mine made. Just... I'm getting it made right now. Listen, <laughs> let me start now because I already, I feel a real queen slayage. I feel a collection of sleigh that is about to occur. Yeah. So we need to be ready. Yeah, girl, <laughs> girl on another level. Watch when y'all see Michael Collier with his diamond encrusted suit. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Listen, I feel it coming on. You know, black people, boy, we love to get fly. Yeah, we, we do. We do. And we turn to the guys. This is our chance. It is. It's that event where you can get to the flight. It's like, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody literally came with a floating device for them to be flying right. on coming into the event. I might get walked in. Yes, I might you should. Have shirtless brothers yes. walk me yes. in. Yes, it's that level. Please do. Please do. Carry me in. Uh, Let's just do the most. Do the absolute <laughs> most. You know, um, another thing I wanted to say, um, <laughs> you too, funny, um, is that, <laughs> it, and this is what I really want our people to understand, right? Like, Return of the Gods, as I, I was told to do this event by some by four ancient deities. They were really tall. And I was kind of creeped out because I, I don't, I am a psychic, but, you know, I don't, like, hallucinate or get, you know, what is it called? Um 
like no, visions, I like that's so raven. No, vibes. I get visions. <laughs> I get visions, but I don't I don't necessarily just be seeing stuff. You feel me? Like I get visions though. That's a different thing, but like you're not delirious. Yeah, no, I'm not delirious. I'm very clear, very rational, very logical. That's why I make money. You feel me? But I had these four ancient deities literally walk into my room and tell me what to do, but they didn't reveal to me exactly everything that was about this event. But if you got four 20 feet tall ancient beings come and tell you what to do, you're going to be like, all right, well, here I go and let me do this. You know what I'm saying? But as the time has gone on, they revealed to me more and more what this event is about. So one of the things that they told me um, recently was that they say that it takes a village to raise a child. They say it takes a village to raise a child, but who is going to raise the village? The state of the village, I'm like, I'm not, I don't know if I want the village to raise my children because y'all is crazy, right? right. <laughs> but who's going to raise the village? The culture. The culture raises the village. And the real family reunion, Return of the Gods, is all about resurrecting and creating God culture so in order to Mm -hmm. to create a culture you need a certain regalia you know what i'm saying because when you're dressed as a king and a queen and you're walking around and you in albertson's or some other grocery store people have nothing but respect y'all still got albertson's girl yeah we do girl yes we do i love (laughs) sorry they don't have it here no more you and trader (laughs) joe's you wherever people are going to respect you you feel me and and then also when because it's not just about what you look like. Return of the Gods is not just about what you look like. It's also about how you demonstrate, how you act, how you love, your vibrational frequency. It's about the, the principles of Ma'at, the 42 principles of Ma'at being resurrected and, and being carried out in our everyday, our demeanor, you know, our entire demonstration. So in order to create a culture, you know, we utilize events to create cultures. Like when you think about Coachella, there's a whole culture. You know how to dress when you go into Coachella. You know the activities the festivities of, of Coachella when you go to Afropunk that's a whole culture you know what I'm saying there's a whole demonstration and when, when it comes to the real family reunion return of the gods it's a weekend of festivities but this is what we are carrying out in our everyday you know and we got to keep doing this and keep spreading these messages we're, we're learning how to eat we're learning how to meditate we're learning how to do yoga we're learning what love is about we're learning how to take care of our skin we're learning how to be beautiful you know we're learning Learning about the, the, the movement of the stars and the ways of the, the galactic ways of the universe. You know, we're learning, mm-hmm. we're learning how to maneuver in life. That is a culture, you know. So we got to demonstrate God culture in our everyday. And in, in because in order for us to truly get respect from other people and to respect each other, we have to be of that pure love vibration. We have to be the true gods and goddesses that we know that we are. Right. Well, listen, when I'm w- say I'm with you, I'm with you, sister. I am so with you. And, you, you know, sis. it's one thing for us to talk about this. And it's another thing to put, you know, that action behind it. So now it's time for us, you know, I'm to sorry. put that action behind it. Um, You know, even if you are a Bible follower, mm-hmm. even in your Bible, oh, yeah. it will tell you. It will tell you wherever two or more of us is gathered, the spirit is present. Yes. So when we gather together, 
you know, we get that spirit and we get that energy going. It, it just raises our vibrations and it's just healthy fellowship for us. So you got us excited, Kateri. Thank, Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you even giving me this time, this opportunity. I appreciate, you know what? Let me tell you, sis, I love you so much. You are so beautiful physically, but internally your, your beauty is just unmatched. You know what I'm saying? Like I deal with a, thank you. Sister. you no, and I, I'm, I'm going to really give it to you We're about to be very raw, very authentic. You know how it's been like in the, 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 the early two thousands in the nineties, like you, um, a very, very beautiful woman to your magnitude, you know, oftentimes have been, um, stigmatized to be stuck up or to, be selfish or to you know be self-righteous and all of these kinds of things to be boozy and all of this mm. type of stuff now don't get me wrong having a certain level of prestige having class and knowing your worth is important you know what i'm saying and and you do you carry that that knowledge of your own sense of self-worth your own prestige your own beauty but still you're like the heart of our people like what do what do we got to do how do we got to move how do we got to come together you really really carry that energy and it's just so warm and inviting and it's just so divine and that's the type of stuff that is going to take for us to really move mountains because when it comes to being a recognizing the god within you even for my christian fam when it we know in the bible that God dwells within us, you know, that he lives within. Mm. And when it comes to that, you know, it, it's not about just like being some squares. It's not about right. <laughs> just being like all prissy and squarish and, you know, like dressing a full nun suit. No, it's about being, knowing your worth, knowing your beauty, knowing your prestige, having your swag, having your drip, but still re rocking and representing that good. And that's what I see in you. You're such a reflection of this. And I just appreciate that. I appreciate your vibration. I appreciate your, your prestige, your beauty, everything that you represent, you know, so you know wow sister thank you so much i'm just absolutely i'm humbled by that you know i'm humbled by that coming from you you know we're just out here trying to be the best you know versions of ourselves that we can be and that's what i strive to do i strive I you know just to be balanced be the best person i could be do the best that i can and you know i appreciate that uh, you acknowledge that sister. I love you very much. Oh, I love you so much, sis. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. And to all of you who are listening out there, thank you for tuning in and, you know, hearing this out. Um, we do have flyers that are out there. Everybody who's listening, y'all could help and participate. This is, this is not my event. You know, I'm an astrologer. You know what I do with my astrology? That is my thing. This is our family reunion, our family reunion. This is about us coming together. Yeah, I was given the download to put it together, but look at, I put everybody on stage. I'm the one that speak the less on stage. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, this person has something to say. That person has something to say. This person, we all, it's not about one of us having all the answers. It's about collectively when we come together then we have the answer. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, everybody could participate with their family reunion. This is the real family reunion, Return of the Gods. Sharing a flyer, you know, and also, yes, purchasing the tickets, getting a vendor booth, because y'all know how it is when you throw in a family reunion. You know, you got to hit up uncle such and such, like, oh, can you send this money? You, you know, we need $100 for this. Everybody got to participate. Everybody got to contribute to make this family reunion. Mm -hmm. This is a costly family reunion. 
<laughs> you know, you got to fly these world-renowned healers in and these artists in. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to book the space, the venue. So everybody, when you purchase your ticket, when you um, get a vendor booth, or even when you send a donation, it is a contribution to our family's reunion. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So... Yeah, I definitely want to give that um, give that to everybody and everybody that's listening at the event. When you come, introduce yourself to me. Let me know like, oh, you know, I heard you on um, African and American podcast, you know, introduce yourself to me so I could give that love in exchange of energy. All right, sister. Well, they'll be sure to do that. Um, we will see you all at Return the Gods. And thank you for coming, Kateria. Ashe, thank you so much, sis. You enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. You too. Peace and Peace. love.